Welcome back to another episode of Thoughts of a Young Man. I am your host, Abraham Joseph, with my co-host, Tyler Palmer. Today we have two special guests that I'd say I'm blessed to have, but <laughs> I'm always blessed. So I'm going to say I'm extremely grateful to call these two my brothers. We have in the building CK and Harriel, two wise kings. Thank you. <laughs> no, two wise kings. Like I'm extremely grateful I met you guys. That day I just rose my hand to say, hey. Like, yeah, I still yeah, plays in my mind. I'm like, oh. <laughs> that's wild. Imagine, bro, that connection would would have never happened if you didn't see anything. Like, I'm so grateful I met yeah. you guys. I, I truly man. see mirrors. Man, Two kings, CK and Harriel are both entrepreneurs. Entrepreneurs. <laughs> <laughs> they are. CK, tell us about your your startup or what your goals are for your startup as well. Um, I'll 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 take some of. My goals for us because it's a three three man team. So um, for for me, really, uh, my goal is just for us to be able to, I say, build a sustainable foundation within um, the realms of um, fashion and clothing, and not really just staying within that box or within that niche, but to get to a point where we are um, fortunate enough to kind of branch out out of that and hit other um, spheres of um, the world too as well but for me just really want to um, put put something out that other people can gravitate towards and um, kind of just grow a a com- community through mm-hmm. it yeah so that's pretty much um, what I'd have to say on that end fascinating and Harriel? Okay. Um, I'll kind of piggyback off what uh, CK said and kind of just build, building that community, especially within the, the field that we're in, which is fashion, but then also to kind of using this to kind of push our vision and <laughs> like spread the message that we want to spread um, just within this world and just towards it, as, as many people as possible, just kind of spreading the ideas of basically what the brand is about, the foundations that, that make up the brand, and kind of explain that message and also too for us on a personal level kind of using it to further us and further our development and mm-hmm. building the skills that we need to push on to whatever endeavors that we have and yeah I to summarize I guess that would, that would kind of be my goals with, within it and what are what are like each of your roles and this this is a together um yeah so it's me CK and JM Joe Michael you guys you guys know him but um CK would be more on the operation side, administrative side, financial side of things. And then JM would be like the designer, the creative also. I mean, we all kind of play a role in each aspect of the brand. Like it's not like one person is strictly assigned to this and you can't kind of put your own two piece or have your Mm -hmm. own opinions. But generally CK is yeah on the administrative side, financial side and, and everything like that. And then Jam is on the designing side, marketing side, branding. And then me as well, I'm on the marketing and branding and just outreach and growth. And yeah, I guess we everyone plays a role pretty well. And it's a I think with the three of us it's a it's a good balance and we all con- we all contribute to whatever the other person has to do. So you all wear multiple hats? Yeah, basically. But everyone has like that one that one thing that they kinda have to focus on. I see. Mm-hmm. It's obviously a hard hard journey. Yeah. Especially when it's a startup base and we're all 
Well, you guys are t- both 22, correct? 22, 23? 23. Yeah, I'm, okay. I'm 22. Me and Jeremy are 22. He's the, he's the older one. Okay. So, like, we, we, I'm 21, so I'm naive as well. And so there's a lot of things that I don't know that's coming ahead of us. Mm-hmm. And I kind of just stick with what's comfortable. Mm-hmm. How do you guys manage with stepping out of your comfort zone when you don't want to do the work that you have to do? Um, that's a good question. I mean, I guess, like, I, I wouldn't say I'm all the way there, but it's just doing what you need to do to, to get to to get to the ends of, of whatever you're trying to reach. So um, basically, just knowing that, okay, you have a goal set, and even though one thing might seem uncomfortable, or you you not you don't want really you don't really want to do it, but like you have to 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 get to that goal. So it's it's how important that goal is for you, and how willing you are to to get to that point. And if you're willing enough to to get to whatever you're trying to reach, then and you will. And you just you just have to put up with some things that you, that you might not necessarily want to put up with. But I mean that's 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 life. And if you if you kind of just let that uneasiness or that un- uncomfortability kind of dictate. Your your boundaries and that that's the kind of buzz that you're gonna stay in. So, just being able to put push outside boundaries, I'd say, is is very important. And that's something that we all try to have to kind of do in within our own individual journeys and as a collective as well. And CK for you, because I know finance is pretty boring. Mm, I mean, <laughs> I'd say for for me, I I'm 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 really just gonna be honest. Like for me, like the past couple of months, like for me, really having the discipline and the um drive too it's kind of been like an up and down thing because i mean i think we were talking about it um before we came like one thing is like we're not always gonna have the um motivation to um, do the things that need that need to get done like for for me for um instance like um i'd say like I wouldn't say like I'm 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 a lazy person, <laughs> but I I say like I like to be in my comfort, mm-hmm. you know. And sometimes comfort isn't the best thing for us. We have to get outside of our comfort zones and do the um the difficult or d- daunting tasks that we need to get like get done. So something for me that I'm trying to get um, back to is really um. Focusing on um, what I'd say is a biblical manhood, mm. really, which um, is composed of multiple things like hard work, discipline, and just like living a life that is um, Christ-like or um, living a life that is um, pleasing to the Most High. Mm. So for me, I've, I've kind of been wavering on that and that's where I set my foundation on. And sometimes when that's not there, it tends to bleed over into other things. Mm-hmm. So even in like the business aspect, like I'm not a finance guy. I'm, I'm learning everything as we, as, as we go through. So I was a business management major, majoring and concentrating in sports business. So, I mean, even on that side of like finance, I hated all my finance, <laughs> my finance classes so much. But I mean, now... You kind of get to see where, um, like, dang, I I really should have been paying like paying mm. attention, but so you didn't know you'd need now, it now exactly, exactly. But so now since we're uh, wearing different hats and, and things like that, you kind of have to um, learn, but learn at a learn at a curve. Mm. 
because mm-hmm. I mean this is our first time doing anything like like this so it's not going to be perfect we're right. all learning we're all going through but for me I'd say really try to get back to um, the discipline that I know that I that I have and the discipline that I know that I, I used to um, be at but I'd say the first and foremost thing is just having that discipline to get done the things that you need to get done like one thing that I've con- continually like try to work on is being a man of my word mm-hmm. you know so if I say that I'm gonna get something done I I put the pressure on myself to be like all right get get this done but then some sometimes it's also like mm, I'll do it tomorrow I'm kind of lazy uh-huh. you know? I'm, I'm, I'm I'm just feeling like a little tired mm-hmm. but and then that snowballs into the next day mm-hmm. snowballs into a week mm-hmm. snowballs into two three weeks and then you're looking back you're like oh shoot like I haven't done anything so I see I mean discipline is the number one thing I'd say um, all entrepreneurs should really focus on and one pivotal thing that I'm really trying to um, get back okay yeah Tyler you got anything to add on how you were able to do the things that have to be done rather than the things that you want to do even when you don't feel like it uh only thing I can add on is that I I don't. <laughs> I'm as of still, now, huh, yeah. As, as of right now, we're, I'm still we're working towards it. Yeah, yeah, I'm still at the point where like I have to, I have to get stuff done, and I'm just not. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I'm, I still in, in the point of like uh, I don't feel like doing it. But um, oh, it's a process though. I mean, I did work on a, a pivotal video and stuff like that yesterday. So I kind of mm-hmm. didn't want to do that, but it was kind of fun after I did it and I felt accomplished. So, one step at a time, though. One step at a time. To go back off of what you were saying, CK, about discipline. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, we're kind of like, I don't want to say like the age of pleasure. Mm -hmm. What what, what helps you bounce back on that disciplined path? You said being, like, keeping your word. But what are some, like, physical things or environmental things that help you with your discipline? And this goes for all of you, not just CK. Um, I say uh, one one thing for me is um, I I I base who I am in the word of Yah, mm-hmm. in the word of God. So like one one thing that's really been um helping me kind of get back on on to that, and even in the um video that I sent mm-hmm. sent to you, um, biblical manhood. You know, so really getting back to what does the word of God say about what a man should should be and what what a man that's after God's own heart like looks like. And in my um, past, I was working towards that and then I kind of fell off and now I've been in this like roller coaster thing. So something for me, like really tangibly trying to get back to is getting back into my word and seeing what does the word say about what a what a man is mm-hmm. and 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 who a man is so whether it's um doing doing the hard things getting up and working and doing the hard work because at the at the end of the day nothing is going to be just dropped into our lap and then given to to us True. like scripture says we we um we reap what we sow mm-hmm. so i mean i think for for me that's um the main thing that really um, helps me kind of get back into that discipline mode and really a, a, a lot of uh, prayer and fasting 
to really kind of like rid myself of that spirit of laziness and and, and things like that and things like that and really kind of getting back into um allowing the Lord to use me mm-hmm. for his will and really just uh um really honing on 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 what a biblical man is cuz mm-hmm. like it, we we could go through so many stories and in the word and the people that Yah used were hardworking men for his glory. True. So that's that's one thing that um helps me get back to that. But that's that's just me. That's just you. Harry. Um I, f- I I like a lot of what CK said and then I guess for me personally I would say like discipline is basically really the, the foundation of of who you are as a person and having that routine as well. So like Cal CK says like using like biblical manhood and that kind of things as the foundation of the discipline. I think things like that are, are very important because, like you said, like we we are in the age of pleasure because, like in today's time, a lot of things are easily accessible. So mm-hmm. something becomes easily accessible, it's easier to to get that gratification from one thing right. compared to before you'd have to work towards it. Like a lot of things now, you don't have to work as much to to get them because of the world that we, that we live in. So. Living in in that in that space where you're, you're always constantly being able to to get pleasure and it kind of can blur the lines of what is really pleasure and what you're kind of like a slave to mm-hmm. because I mean you you can find pleasure in, in almost anything so mm-hmm. but I I would say that that um that hunger or that like need for pleasure it there's no end to it because it's mm-hmm. really endless like you can just there's always more yeah there's always more there's always gonna be something more there's always gonna be you 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 could always find something more to do. All all it's a point where like you 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 go down like a, a really dark path. So just someone that's rooted in just finding pleasure, it's kind of anti like it's like a antithesis of discipline because you're kind of just negating that and mm-hmm. you're just being like you're out of fault to whatever desire that you have and just kind of feeding that desire. So discipline is kind of like. Taking a step back for me, I would say taking a step back and just knowing that, like in the long run, this might not serve me or this might not serve mm. the goal that I'm trying to get to. So, do I, I need to step away from that? I need, I need to establish a routine and be disciplined and knowing that, okay, everything is a journey and there, there's pain before I get to pleasure. What, pl- yeah, pleasure, and then also establishing what kind, what what pleasure is for you. That's true. And how does that? Because some things can be pleasurable, but it's only one-sided where, okay, it, it pleasures you in the moment, but in the long run, it's it's painful. It's, it's going to cost you. Mm-hmm. So, like, what, what am I, what do I have to lose by chasing this? And is it worth it? And how is it going to serve me? How is it going to serve my community? So I'd say that discipline is, yeah, it's something that, that needs to be established in and if um, also within your routine as well. Sounds to me like, Determining the opportunity cost of the thing. Yeah. What are you going to lose from doing it or what are you going to mm-hmm. gain from doing it? Yeah, because, like, for example, something like normal is, like, like I, I, like, I like watching shows, but, like, you, you can binge watch a show and then at the end, at the end of it, like, doing the entire, like, time frame that, that you're binge watching, like, oh, this is, like, great. I'm, I'm, I'm loving power. So <laughs> I like the story. Whatever, whatever. <laughs> but then at the end of it, like, the season's over, the episode's over, and, like, within that time that I, I, I watched that show, I could have done this, I could have done this. Mm-hmm. I, I could have... 
acted upon a whole lot of different things that that will kind of get to that that fulfillment that that I'm looking for in life, like getting to shape, focusing on your business, like just stuff like that. Like for example, like reading the Bible, getting to your word, stuff like that. So, like, what is really gonna serve you at the end of the day, and what's really gonna benefit you at the end of the day? I love that. What about you, Tyler? Uh, I have an example. Like yesterday, I'd uh, what was I doing? I forgot where I went or came back from, and oh, I was Publix, and I was cooking food, and I cooked some food, and I was like, I'm about to watch this movie, but then I was like, hold on, no, I want to go do this video, uh, set up this Instagram account, like actually start posting content on there, and I was like making it. I'm like, what am I gonna gain from this movie? Right, I'm gonna watch this movie. I'm gonna get so caught up into it, and then waste two hours of my time when I could have been on the right track but I, I did make the right decision mm. made the video actually as you guys are listening go check that out gave, <laughs> gave you guys a behind the scenes look you know I'm starting to ramp up the social media posts so you guys can see into our world mm-hmm. but um yeah so it's like I'm actually starting to think of like that that too and praise the lord for delivering me I used to like one example I could think of is like weed like what am I gaining from this like what what's the outcome I'm wasting an hour hour and a half of my time and 40 bucks yeah, and forty. Actually, I'm not gonna lie. I get it for free. But but no, I don't do it anymore. But, <laughs> oh lord! I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. No, 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 no. Most times, most times, I would get, you know, I'm not proud of it, but mm. it would be mostly for free, mm. and. Uh, it would just be like I'm wasting time like what am yeah. I doing like and I'm not getting the feeling that I want yeah. mm. you know but now it's like okay hold on I need to take into account and I'm younger than you guys so like I'm I'm just now getting onto this you guys are so much further ahead of me like I'm just starting to figure stuff out just a little bit barely but maybe like 700 days ahead of you that's it honestly yeah. too but I'm actually glad that you're getting at it younger, younger. yeah because yeah. me at your age these things were in the back of my mind, but the for the forefront of my mind, like I just I just want to smoke, like smoke and chill, bro. Mm-hmm. Like so, you might feel like you're behind us, but you're actually ahead of us. So yeah. Don't 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 doubt yourself there, bro. It's kind of like this was one guy I met. He gave me this parable where he he was forty, his mm-hmm. sister was about like thirty five, and he said, "Imagine God comes to me, so him, the forty year old, and says, I'd like you to work in my garden." I'll pay you $100 from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Mm-hmm. He says yes. Then he goes to the sister, who's about 35, and he says, I'd like you to work in my garden. I'll pay you $100 from 2 p.m. to 7 p.m. Then they come to me, the 21-year-old. says The God says, I will give you $100 to work in my garden from 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. We all get $100. Mm-hmm. So why are, we, why are we upset about that? Mm-hmm. Like, CK is learning his 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 journey at 23, Harry at 22, me at 21. You're learning all of this from us at 20. So you're receiving that $100 for one hour of work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So who really made more? Yeah. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's, that's, that's yeah. I like that. That's a good parable. Yeah, I definitely am. I'm blessed to be in, in, in situations or places like this um, with guys who are you know on the right path, picking up that cross every day, the most important thing, and then on top of that, just getting your guys and Davis done, like really just putting things out there, you know, and and taking what it is you need to take, like 
in in terms of your life, like doing what you have to do. Mm-hmm. You know, it inspires me because it makes me think. Like I see, I see my brothers doing that. Like iron sharpened iron. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, yeah. I might be dull right now, but sooner or later I'll be sharp, mm-hmm. just like you guys. You know, you're on the right path, and God's put us all here together. So you know, it's a blessing. Proud of you guys, man. <laughs> Love to Thank see you, it. Bro. Thank you, Tyler. Yeah, I I had another question when. I mentioned the parable, but since you mentioned iron sharpened iron, how important is the friendship before the business for you two? Because you see boy bands like people have businesses no, you split go up. First. You go first. Um, I'd say the friendship is. I think the friendship and the foundation of that is more important than the business, because something for me is that like as friends. There's, there's two kinds kinds of friends. There's the yes men friends that will kiss up and just go along with whatever nice. you're saying. But then there's the actual friends who don't want you to um, fall and like see where you are stumbling at and will hold you accountable for the things that you are doing. Like like one one instance for me is um, uh, JM who were in part partnership with he's my he's my cousin Mm -hmm. but i view him as my like brother so um one day after after a meeting that we had had um i was i'm i'm not gonna lie i came to the meeting unpre unprepared Mm -hmm. and um he kind of held me and him back to kind of like speak and i'm not gonna lie he he gave it to me like 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 yo bro like what's what's going on mm-hmm. and that really like set a um set the light the light bulb off cuz he could have as easily just been like i'll just let it slide mm-hmm. this this one time but like he took the chance to like honestly check me check you check check me out not business aside check me as brother check me as blood to blood like like yo what's what's going on here like let me try and understand where you're coming from what what you're going through and um that was honestly the best thing that he could have done in that in that moment so i would say getting back to the question um i think that the friendship and the um trust and the accountability in that supersedes the business because that's just going to bleed on over mm-hmm. into the business mm-hmm. for the business to be um, great and do what do do whatever we want it to do. Yeah. But yeah, Ariel? Um, to kind of go off this point too, like, I, I would say the friendship is, I would say like the, the friendship, my goodness. Okay. The friendship is like, what I, I would say it's the, it helps that business relationship be a lot more solidified because you kind of know where the, where the other person's coming from, and it's it's, it's kind of nice to like know that okay, whatever this person has to say to me, they meet it from a purely positive or it, it's for it's for your own good. Like whatever CK has, any any feedback CK has to say to me or Jim has to say to me, like I know it's not gonna be, it's not just simply as like we want the business. It's not solely for the business, but it's, it's also for for that friendship as well. And but I, I would also say that. Where it can kind of go wrong sometimes with the friendship and the business is is the is the ego because mm. sometimes mm-hmm. someone will have will, will have something to say to you, and then 
you kind of feel some type of way. Like something might 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 kind of seem harsh sometimes because it, it's it's business and we're all we're all trying to work towards something. And sometimes people can can take advantage of, of that friendship as a way to kind of get get it over things. But for example, like CK said with with um, him and GM, when GM pulled him pulled him aside and kind of talked to him, like that that's kind of him putting his pride and ego aside and kind of listening to what to what he has to say and not letting that like, oh well, you're my friend, you, you're not because mm. you're my friend. I can speak to you how I want. Yeah, like because I don't know. I f- I think a lot of people are already sticking to that friendship, like he said, where like yes, men where. That that person is just kind of going along with whatever you have to say, or like agreeing with whatever you have to say. So that like, oftentimes when we're in that situation where someone is kind of pushing back on an attitude or like an opinion that you have, you, you're kind of taken back. And usually it's in a business setting. So like you like when when it's in a business setting, you don't really think about it much because it's a it's a business relationship. But then when once that when it once happens in a friendship, it's it's kind of like you feel step way because it, because it's coming from that person that's close to you. But mm-hmm. I think that just knowing when to kind of turn that friendship on and off, and knowing when to like just being aware of, of of your friendship with that person, and 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 knowing like what role that person is trying to play within your life, and just within the the goal of your your business as well. If that if that answers the question, I feel like I kind of rambled down. You're good. That was that was a great answer. That was a good answer. Tyler, what about you? Since me and you are friends. Yeah, and I, I was just going to say, like, with our podcast, like, we, me and you had to become friends. We had to become very good friends before we could even think of this idea. And then you had to bring me on that one podcast, which thank you for that, and, um, with uh, Cornell, right? Cornell. Then for us to, I wasn't even thinking about doing this. Like, I just thought, when, when, when you brought me in for that, I was like, man, this is cool. But I never thought that we could do it together, mm-hmm. you know, and we had to have many long, long conversations and develop our friendship, our brotherhood, then to be in this situation. You know, we may not be getting monetized for it yet, but, you know. It's still a business. It is. And, like, whenever I know you're, like, on me about, like, topics or social media or all that or whatever, like, it's not a, like, a, it's like a, dude, just, come on, let's go. Like, we're a team. We need to get this done together. This is what we're doing. We're trying to build this and grow this. So, I can agree. I think it's very, like, pivotal. Mm -hmm. And then, in 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 the, in the all in all, what I think is this is my opinion. Um, whether this takes off and it reaches the soul that it needs to, or it doesn't, we're still brothers, and we've still gained so much as brothers. Mm-hmm. And I think that means more to me than anything. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to save souls. I want to get people to listen to this, but at the same time, I'm here for you, you and you, and I'm here because we're 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 brothers mm-hmm. you know and that's what god has provided us each other for to to keep us on the narrow path mm-hmm. you know and that's what i'm mostly thankful for you know no matter what however far this goes no matter how much money we make no matter what it is that's not going to get in the way between how i see you as a brother i don't see you as like a business partner i see you as like a brother like we we're in this together you know and i think i agree it's pivotal mm-hmm. you know you have to have that key relationship but i also want to like I don't know. My question is for you guys: Like, do you guys could does it does it become a problem at times? Do you do you guys step on each other's toes? Do you guys like does it get because like, as friends you guys know each other is more yeah. than like a business partner would know a mm-hmm. business partner. Yeah. Um. For for me, some for me, some sometimes it could come to a point where like it kind of does. But for me, what has really helped me to kind of grow in that 
is to humble myself. Mm. Mm. You know, because it's a hard thing to do. Yeah. So so for so for me at times, I remember very. Oh, I remember so much. I don't even know if Harry will, but it was. I think last year we were in Coastal. It was. Um, we were mm. in JM's place, and I think I was bringing something up, and like JM was like coming back, like coming back at me about it, and I completely just like shut down. I just didn't want to talk anymore. I I just didn't want to. Oh yeah, I yeah. I yeah. I I I just didn't want to talk anymore. I was like, all right, you know what? Do you? You mm-hmm. you have it, bro. Mm-hmm. But then I was like, as the meeting went on, I was like, nah, bro. Humble yourself. Bring yourself down, and try and listen. So so for me there, that's I say, at times it is kind of hard, but for me, I just had to kind of like. Always remind myself, like, humble yourself and just listen to what they're coming from. I don't always have to take it, mm-hmm. but, like, just listen to it and take bits and pieces from what they said that you want to use or take or take all of it or take none of it. At least humble yourself to be able to mm-hmm. listen. Yeah, yeah because it's all, it's, all for, it's all for the, the greater good. Mm-hmm. If you guys – because – you, you're all coming together for one cause and one goal. So everyone, you kind of have to operate off of that basis of like everyone, anything has someone it has to contribute to to this. And I might not agree with it, but I know that that person has the best interest or is putting our our collective interest ahead. Mm-hmm. So that's where like what he says to like be humble because if you're not humble, like in certain situations, you you're not putting yourself, or you're not putting that that greater collective interest mm. ahead. You just you're putting yourself, yourself. Ahead. You're, you're putting yeah. your pride, your pride ahead. Right. Like, I mean, I'll just go back to to that um, uh, example that that he gave. Like for his, like, let's say he didn't have that um, awareness awareness to to like let me be humble, and then like we we it would it would just it would just make us be a lot more stagnant. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't allow it wouldn't allow us to grow because we, we all need each other, we all need each other to to move forward. That's why that's why we're we're in this and we're we're in this together. So yeah, I would say also too, I wanted to add that um having that friendship is it allows you to understand that the other the other person better because you you on on a you know that person on a personal level, so you know the goal that per, that that person has and why he's going towards that goal. So that should allow you to to just be a lot more motivated to to just add on to what what you can add on, mm-hmm. so that we all can get to where, where we want to go. Because that way you you feel more attached to 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 for example like where where he wants to go. I feel I feel more attached to do my part because I I, I also want to see him succeed. I also want to see Joe Michael succeed. I, I want to see all of us succeed. So it's like Having that friendship, it just you know, no, no. What about your friendship is going to allow you to to bring no what in your friendship to bring onto the into the business side. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, and like even like really quick, like going back to that situation. Like now, I think back on it, and I and I just laugh <laughs> because at the end of the day, JM is my is my brother. So like, once I look back on it, like. I have I've always thought like what did it look like to Harriel and mm. to and to me I I was like it just looked like two brothers like fighting so now that I go back to it I I just laugh at it because I'm like damn bro I was I was, I was kind of, I, truth I was behaving like a child mm. I was like I don't I don't I don't want to speak anymore I'm, I'm done I'm done but then like 
as it went on, I was like, all right, humble yourself and just listen, bro. Yeah. You don't know it all. Right. He he means well. He's he's just trying to pull something out out of you that you might not even see in yourself. Yeah. And all of it is just a part. It's, it's a part of the. It's gonna happen. Like yeah. I I think it's 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 naive for us to think that like certain instances like that won't happen. Like mm-hmm. like everyone, we we've all like so someone says something you don't agree with. You might feel you might feel away, but knowing knowing that knowing how to react because mm. does. The cause and effect, like a cause is gonna, is gonna lead you to to feel some way, but you you choose how you react. So, the certain instances you you kind of have to not really hold your you hold your tongue, but understand like what what am I, my next move is really gonna affect how we, we're gonna go moving forward. So, yeah, I love both answers. That was <laughs> that no, that was really great because it's that, absolutely true. Like you really do need a like. Even times where like you're not friends with somebody, you still need to just humble yourself yeah. just to listen. Yeah. Exactly. Like what everyone wants to be heard. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's only reason why they're talking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They want their voice, their opinion to be heard. Mm-hmm. And you cutting them off to say like kind of gives off the impression you know more. So shut mm-hmm. up. Yeah. No. I feel like also with us being so young is that like we're not really a lot of times when we're not put in these situations where we're all kind of like before we started this. The only experience I had of working with like a, another group of guys was like a a goal would be like maybe in class or like mm-hmm. I had a I had an old podcast so there, there was that as well like but I mean you know even even in I would say in class like when you're working on a, on a group project no one is that really invested everyone's no. just looking to get an A and sometimes like yeah. I mean you guys have probably have experienced it like like everyone's working there's, there's that one person that's just, just like slacking slacking behind just writing yeah. just hey, put my name on it bro I didn't but it's like when you step out into real life that can't happen Mm-mm. exactly but it, everything's a learning curve and us were young we were we're gaining these new experiences and mm-hmm. we're just taking um, lessons from each of them and then just bringing it to, to whatever next experience that we have later on in the future so yeah. To go back a few years, both when you were 18, like you said, mm-hmm. we're young mm-hmm. and we have no, like, very little real world experience. Yeah. What did you think life after college would be like at the age of 18? I'll be honest, at the age of 18. Or um, were you even thinking about that? I wasn't, I don't think I paid enough or um, I, I didn't think about it enough. Mm. Like, it wouldn't, it wouldn't, because I, I would say, like, I started college at, at 17 mm-hmm. and then like those, those first like freshman sophomore year I wasn't really I, I was like a short term thinker like I wasn't really thinking about what could happen later on or like how my actions at that moment would affect my, my future because I wasn't even thinking about like I, I was just thinking okay I'm in college graduate and I'm, 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 I'll just get a job like for me it was, it was that simple mm-hmm. but having a, a plan set forward I didn't really have that I was just kind of just writing the the wave and just following the the line. I, I, following the crowd. Yeah, but then, I don't know, once I got to, like, my senior year, junior year, I was kind of thinking, like, okay, but now, now I need an actual plan because the line that I think I'm following, it's not a guarantee. Like, it's not a guarantee that, that you're just going to finish college and boom, there's going to be a job lined up for you. For 150K. Yeah, exactly. Like, for, bro, I was naive. Yeah, bro. I, I promise you, when I, when I started college, I was naive. I thought I was going to graduate and make 60K. 
that's not that's not my life right now. <laughs> 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 I promise you. But that's also because I, I didn't plan for I didn't plan ahead. Mm-hmm. I was just playing like eighteen. I was playing for for that Friday. I was playing for I was mm-hmm. playing for that mm-hmm. Saturday. Mm-hmm. I, I was trying to see how many assignments I could cram up in within one day, mm-hmm. so I, I I could I don't know hang out with friends. Like I wasn't yeah. I wasn't focused basically at that age. So I mean, you say a lot of like you're not where you want to be, but like. At least you're you're in our environment to to get you where you want to be. You're a head, I, bro. Yeah, at that at that at that age, I wasn't. Maybe I wasn't in the environment, but I wasn't taking it how I was supposed to take it in. Mm-hmm. I, I I think I was surrounded by, by good people, but I, I wasn't absorbing it all. Absorb, absorbing it all, like really thinking like, how could I help this person get to where they want to be? How could this person help help me get to where I want to be? I was just thinking like you're just thinking fun, like what what Abe said earlier, like the age of pleasure. At eighteen, I was thinking like fun. Like I, I'm like, what, 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 what could I do that that's gonna be fun? Fun, exactly. Like hit my boys and let's hang out. Like just doing what that. Would, so it, at that age, if, if you don't have your priorities straight, then mm-hmm. yeah, that's one thing I'd say. Like if you're if you're that age, kind of, kind of have your priorities. Just just look at like well, what are your priorities at that moment. Okay. UCK. What was like? Um, what did you expect life to be like at the age eighteen after I was, college? I was gonna ask you to rephrase the question for me again. Yeah, because I kind of thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> for me, at, for me at eighteen, um, for I'll just take it back a couple of years. So for me and my family, we have a bunch of like family friends. So I had always seen like my older like um, cousins go through things. So, and, um, and they would always, like, when I was around that, like, family stuff, there seemed like, oh, Carl's, Carl's about to go to school, so let me just start um, spitting game to him. So at, at that age, I, I had the thought and the plan of what life was going to be like after college, what I wanted my life to be like after college, and, like, just putting myself, myself in the place to... Um, just um, set the um, stones up to go from one level to the next to the next to the next. But even at that young age, I was still just thinking about, yo, man, like, what what are me and my dogs going to do Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, <laughs> Saturday night? Like, what, like, what... Um, Shorty, can I see like, <laughs> like, like, what's what's the word, man? Mm-hmm. Like, for real, for like, I'm trying to be outside, but um, I, I also had the part of me that was like, all right, I need to think about um, what internship can I can mm-hmm. I get now to kind of relay that in into the next thing, into the next thing, into maybe a job after school. But I, I'd say like that part of my mind was probably. 20, 25 percent, mm. and then the other was like, "What are we on, my boys?" Well, I'm outside. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I I had it in the back of my mind, but it wasn't at the forefront I of see. my mind. I I'd say it really became the forefront of my mind my sophomore year, mm-hmm. like nineteen or so. Like, cause what? That was COVID or or so. Yeah, yeah it was COVID for you. Yeah, yeah. So once they sent us home for um. COVID, like, we were all at home, so it's just like, dang, like, I'm not, I'm not seeing my friends. Um, You're I'm not kind of forced to think about things. Yeah, so I was, I was forced to, like, think about things. So when we came back to school after that um, time off, I was like, all right, I need to, like, 
really get going now. Mm-hmm. And then that's when I kind of like started to like pave the road for what maybe my life after school would look like. Yeah. Tyler, I'll share mine after you. Uh, yeah, like you, like they said, like it was nothing but like, uh, although it was quite serious, but like I was just like, yeah, I'm trying to go to college because I was 18, I was in prep school. And like all I was worried about was waking up on time to go to workouts. <laughs> and I was getting in those workouts, oh, dude. That in the moment it was probably like one of the hardest things I've ever done in my life. It is to this point, it is. But I wish I could go back and do it all over again. Mm-hmm. But I was somewhat focused on like, oh yeah, I'm trying to go talk to this girl. I'm trying to go smoke this. I'm trying to go here drink that. You know, I wasn't as like you know locked in. I was worried about like. That on top of basketball. So it was like 60, 70, 70, 30, bas- 70, 30 basketball, 70% basketball, 30% worrying about trying to hang out. Mm-hmm. And then life hit me and I went through some tribulations, some tough times. And then I was still in that tough time. I was still smoking and doing all kinds of dumb stuff. So I was like, I'm trying to go here. But I was working. So honestly, I will say it wasn't like, it was like a, a slight like balance. Mm. Although I don't think you can balance that. I think you really need to be 100% locked in. But it was like a mm. 18, 19, it was like a, I'm, you know, I'm working towards something. Mm. I mean, I'm not I'm not waiting any, anywhere close to where I want to be. But it was like, okay, I need to worry about making money. I need to worry about playing basketball. And then the rest of the stuff, I'll just worry about that later. Okay. So I will say, like, I, I, I think I am, like, slightly just a tad bit more mature than some people at a certain point because there's a lot more responsibility on my back. Mm-hmm. Like, I had a lot more things to worry about because I'm thousands of miles away from my From home. your mom. Yeah, and, like, I can't... Like, I could I could do some things here and there, but other than that, it was going to come right back at me. And I had to go to work. I had to go to work out, so... Um, yeah. When I was 18, I was focused because I didn't really care much about baseball at that point because I knew... There were so many people better than me, but can't ever think that. No, I knew it. There's people. In the, there's people in the Dominican Republic that didn't go to school, and I was there for eight hours a day. What were they doing for my eight hours? Oh, practicing. So, so no, they were they were for sure better than me. Yeah. And I had a long term goal, and I'd look at my journal, like looking back on it. But those long term goals, like there were so many steps that I skipped. They <laughs> were like millionaire by twenty one. Three hundred fifty invested in stocks at twenty two. Like yeah. I don't have any of that stuff right now. Not we're even naive. close. Not not even <laughs> close. Uh, but yeah. I, I had that long term vision, but I didn't know how long that vision would take mm-hmm. to like just unfold. So I, I actually even thought I had a, I was gonna have an apartment by myself. I thought I was gonna have like a Tesla already. Like I know, right? Like that. But you talk to people like that's the same thing that they had. Mm. But now I'm like, gas is seventy bucks for me. Jeez, yeah. Hey judges. And now I, I also have to pay for rent. I have to pay for insurance. I have to pay all these things. Yeah, boy. So like when I was 18, I didn't have all these responsibilities. So I thought they weren't gonna be part of my life. Bro, I can tell you, bro. That age girl, you're not even for a Oh Money gosh. come from the sky. To be honest, I was like, I'm just gonna pray and then it's gonna be my wallet. <laughs> <laughs> gonna, here you go. Good job. I'm gonna close my eyes, think about Bali, and then I open my eyes and there <laughs> I am. I remember um this was when like kind of Robin Hood was kind of like picking track, like yes, yes, bro. Yes. Oh my god. I, I, I put like a hundred, bro. I was like, yo, from this hundred, I'll just invest 
smartly. I'll have like 100k by the end of the year. <laughs> bro, next year I have 200. I was just like, yeah, naive, bro. I was yeah. naive. Especially like with social media and everything, like them and people like putting stocks on there, mm-hmm. like or like yeah, like you remember Doge, right? Yeah, everyone's yeah. saying Doge is Doge gonna go to the moon, yeah, blow yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. that, that oh hurt me. But yeah, that hurt me too. Yeah. Sheesh. But again, yeah, I was naive. Think. I didn't know the source, like who to really look at. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't know who my leader was at that point. Yeah, and that was very detrimental to my pockets mm-hmm. and my heart because I thought I was gonna have an apartment. <laughs> yeah, no, cause like even like not not to cut not to cut you off like what I'm thinking about as as we've all like talked is that like social media put that into our heads mm. that like this is what our lives are gonna be like without seeing the background work for all of that stuff because yeah we were so young and naive to think this is what is, this is what it's gonna be like but we also didn't even think about what work do I have to do to get to that because like right. yes those people are living those those lives but they work yeah. for oh, real gosh, they so work hard. for real and and we didn't understand that we we had just thought like oh I see him at 20 driving a Tesla me too me too like, but you don't understand do? what bro had to do mm-hmm. behind the scenes to the even sacrifice. get to that point you know mm-hmm. so all the times he's, he was at home mm-hmm. just learning on his mm-hmm. own yeah. social media slaves yeah. social media slaves they they paint this reality of like look I've got this and I did this and look at all these accomplishments and then we're like I can do that too (laughs) I didn't know I needed a credit score to buy that what (laughs) (laughs) no yeah for real so I can't get a portrait on 720 credit bro like yo yo interesting yeah no it's ridiculous in in society and this is why our podcast is pivotal we need y'all to repost this put this out there because dude Society will paint this picture and make it seem like, oh, yeah, you can do the, all of this at age 22, 23, keeping us naive. Keeping and you're us. behind if you don't do it. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Even better. You're, like, far behind. You're not mm-hmm. on track. You're not where you're supposed to be because you don't have a Tesla and a Porsche. A nice mansion. Bro, run your own race. Yeah, run your own exactly. race. Yeah, bro. I don't know. Sometimes you go on, like, Twitter and people be talking about, oh, uh, I, I if you're not making 100k, what are you doing with your life? Like, yeah. If you're not making six figure out 21, what are you doing? Yeah. So you you get, you get caught up in that, and I think social media is just, it, I, I don't know. I, I think there's some good aspects of it, but there's also the bad aspects where like, it, people are, are they, you you think that whatever gets posted on social media is real, is real, or like mm-hmm. it's like 100%, but like that's not really the case. Like. I don't know. It's done determining the future. Because yeah. cause you, cause you really don't know. They they could have rented that car just mm-hmm. just exactly. just yeah. a stunt on the gram mm-hmm. to you to buy their course. Mm. And that's how mm. they're making their Never six their figures. Yep. Yeah. You know, or or like or like even too like they're putting it on this life, but they're struggling in like the mm-hmm. in like the background. Fake so, make so like one one thing for me was like I just got to stop looking at that as honestly if we really want to be blunt as a as a god. Yeah. Really looking at that like this is how life is going to be da, da 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 but like you don't know what's going on in the background of all of those things. All you really have to worry about is yourself and becoming a better version of yourself every single day, I mean, day, day <laughs> month, month, month to month, year, year to year. And take it from the time you're 18 to 30, you'll be like, yo, yeah, I am actually far more um, um, f- farther off than I than I thought. 
So it's 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 all about how you look at it and, and um, how you take those things in, you know. To go on to what you're saying about do like you know bettering yourself each day. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like my, my my dad grew up always telling me to be the best of the best, mm-hmm. and at that point, like if you're the best of the best, who are you competing with? Yourself, yeah. But some people like they just want to compete with the best, and once you get there, mm-hmm. it's like. What do you do now? Yeah. Exactly. But you, when you compete against yourself, you're always you're constantly improving. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And that's like I love that you mentioned that CK because that's it's very important. People mm-hmm. again with social media, they want to be the best of the best, so mm-hmm. they're comparing themselves with other people. They're trying to run other people's races. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then once they beat that, they're like, okay, this is where I wanted to be. This is not what I wanted to do. This is not who I wanted to hang out exactly. with. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And then they feel either behind, they feel ashamed. Or they feel depressed because it's like yeah. you can't really lose yourself doing that. Yeah, you really lose yourself because you're like you're not you're not nothing's driving you anymore. You're being dragged by someone else's yeah. vision. Yeah, yeah. Your foundation is built on stand on sand. Yeah, not, foundation built on sand. Solid ground. Absolutely. Yeah. I like what you said about um, competing against yourself because that's really the only kind of competition you have. Because I think getting caught up in that um, focus on what other people are doing and kind of comparing yourself to other people. Um, I was reading this Tim Grover book, the Michael Jordan trainer, mm-hmm. yeah. and he had this thing where he said, when you think like everyone else and you do what everyone else does and you like learn what other people learn, you'll be like everyone else. Nope. Michael Jordan didn't want to be like anybody else, so that's why he didn't do what they did. Mm-hmm. Everyone wanted to be like Michael Jordan, though. Yeah. So that means Michael Jordan didn't try to compete against the other people when he was training. Himself. Exactly. How yeah. can I do this faster than I did the other day? Can I do this a little bit better? Can I learn a little bit more than I did the other day? Yeah. yeah. Um, I just want to go back. We were talking about um, how, like, the world makes it seem like you're behind mm-hmm. if you don't have 100K, if you don't have these, like, all these things. Um, in the book of Timothy, I was actually reading it at Culver's the other night. Um, huh? <laughs> so random. It's just random. Actually, I'm not gonna lie. They had they, they're uh, they get the they have the concrete mixer. You can just pull whatever you okay, want. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that, that joint five. That joint five. The scripture though. Okay. Yeah. The scripture is. Um, so I'm in the book of Timothy. Um, First Timothy. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me see. Uh, Okay. Okay, here we go. First Timothy book uh six verse nine. Those who want to get rich fall into temptation and a trap and, and into many foolish and harmful desires that plunge people into ruin and destruction. For the love of money is is is, is a root of all kinds of evil. Some people eager for money have wandered from the faith mm-hmm. and pierced themselves with many griefs. Mm. Right, and, and this is God's word. This is not my word. This is not our word. This is God's word, the the best word of all, the word that purifies us, edifies us. God's saying, like, don't get caught up like these people. All these people, why do you think they put out, oh, yeah, get this money. If you're not waking up getting that bag, you're behind. It's a lie. It's false. It's vanity. God tells us not to do that. He tells us don't get caught up like them. And that's what society is pushing. And that's why so many people are depressed. So many people are upset with their situations, although they are very blessed, blessed in the eyes of the Lord. But 
Instead, they, they, they're focused on trying to get more money, trying to get more money, make more money, more mm-hmm. success, more this. When no, we have everything we need through Christ Jesus. We have the, the, greatest, the greatest sacrifice ever given, and then we have the, the best comfort in the world, the Holy Spirit. If we have that, what do we lack? Just because I got some commas in my bank account, you think I lack something? You think because I don't have six figures, I'm lacking? No, I'm winning. I'm if God forbid if if I were to be gone and I get into heaven, do you know how much riches I have up there? How much riches you have in there, Harry? How much riches you have in there, CK? How much riches you have in there, Abraham? Right now in the spirit realm, we all have the crown of life. We have the the, the armor of God. It's probably the shiniest thing in the entire world, right? We're rich. We're multi-millionaires. Not only that, too, like to bring it onto planet Earth, the money that we have in our pockets right now, if we were to go to another country, would be a lot more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But social media doesn't even show you that. Yeah. We could be kings in Africa right now. But like, one thing I want to go back to is in, in, in that verse, it's the love of money. Mm. Money itself is not bad. That's true. Scripture will will tell us to work hard yeah. to be able to to um, see the fruits of our labor, <coughs> labor. But it's the love of money. What are what do you want that money to do mm. for you? Mm. Do you, do you just want it to have all the shiny things da, 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 or do you want to use that to pay it to pay it forward? Yeah. Use what Yah has blessed has blessed has blessed you with to bless some Others. somebody else. Yeah. So one one thing for me is that. I used to look at it like like that too, but once you break the word the um the word break the word down word by word by word, the love of money is the root of all evil. Mm-hmm. Not money in in itself, the love of it. So don't be Mr. Krabs. Yeah, don't be greedy. Be able to let go. Yeah. Don't be penny pinching. <laughs> yeah, come on. Think about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but no, I uh, really like that you had brought brought that up, Ty. Thank you. Oh no, I didn't bring it up. The Holy Spirit brought it up. Amen. It's so go. funny. I was just at Culver's randomly reading it. I was like, "Oh, this is good." And then you just we just so happened to talk about it. God Amen. brought it back to my spirit. Oh, should. I think either CK or here I forgot said it. But I actually forgot. But you said to have a plan. The importance of that. How important is it not only to have a plan but a strategy to execute that plan? For you both. You could go for it, Um I would say it's very important because you, you can have a goal, but if you, if you don't know how you're going to go about that goal, then you're not going to be able to get to it the, the way you want to get to it. Like, for example, when someone's gardening, they'll have, like, this... I, I'm not. I don't know the terminology, but they have like this this stick for the plant to, to grow to grow to grow from mm-hmm. to allow it to, to to grow stable and and kind of grow straight. And if that's not there, the plant just kind of grows mm-hmm. where, wherever it wants to grow. So, for me, I would say like the plant is the 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 plan is that stick for you to grow out for for you to grow from. Because yes, you you can work towards a goal, but if there's no plan, there's there's no strategy. You're kind of working. You just, you're Unconsciously. just, yeah. You're working to work. You're not working to 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 eventually get somewhere. Mm. And so, and having that plan and strategy will just allow you to to get there faster because you you know, okay, this is not working. I, I know how to maneuver. I know how to. I know what what, what my next steps are going to be. You're not you're not constantly just reacting and just because being proactive. Yeah, because if you're just reacting to what to whatever is happening. You're, you're you're gonna you're gonna be led by by the 
by external circumstances. Mm, it's, right. not, it's not. It's not. It's, it's not your will that that's, that's being. Put, it's not what you what you want to get done that that's being done. You're just reacting. Yeah. And to add on to that, external circumstances change all the time. Yeah. And to react to that is like your means your plans always change. Mm-hmm. Your strategies always change. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. CK. Um. I. I. I say having. Having the strategy and the plan towards it is is vital, because one one thing for me was like, um, I'm I'm really big into um, fitness, mm-hmm. right? There there was a point there that I was smaller than I am now, so I had Couldn't to imagine that. I, <laughs> <laughs> you got the black on to today. Yeah, yeah, you're not. I had to put. <laughs> yeah, I'm just playing. I had to put in the plan of like, okay, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, this is what I'm going to hit on Monday. This is what I'm going to hit on Tuesday, Wednesday, mm. Thursday, da da da. And also, too, this is how I'm going to eat throughout the week. Mm. And then to get to where I, I am now, like, I had to put the plan of like, what workouts I'm what workouts I'm gonna do and how I'm going to eat to mm. build up that muscle and get to where I wanna get to now. So one one thing that I had once heard was like how you do one thing is how you do everything. Mm-hmm. So once that um in in the fitness okay. space like clicked for me, it was to the point where like I have to put that into everything else. So 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 now I have the plan and like the routine of like Maybe every single day I'm gonna spend at least two hours doing something towards the brand, mm. or like every single day I'm gonna take like an hour and a half to work out in the morning, or just however, um, whatever goal that I have now, you have to put the plan in place to get to that. Because if you're just, um, just like Harry, like said, if if you're just working to work, you're not getting, getting anything done. done. You just have multiple things in in front of you, and your mind is divided. Mm. If you have a plan towards um, goal goal one, goal two, goal three, and you work towards towards those those things, you're gonna make um, you're gonna take the steps to success that you do that you do need to get to where you want to get to. So it's like knowing where to allocate your attention. Exactly. Yeah, I see. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Because we all have the same twenty four hours in a day. It's how you use it's it. How, it's how you Amen. use it. You know. Daydream, man. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Wow. I think I have two more questions for you both. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay. Three. <laughs> <laughs> so, <coughs> people have called me a perfectionist. Sorry. I'm. I'm not. Like I, I, I honestly it, feel like I'm not. Talk about it. I just like things to be done nicely. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? But I'm not, Tyler. Don't look at me like that. I'm not. But I'm more of an executor. Mm-hmm. I like mm-hmm. when things are, are done. What do you what do you both think about the saying done is better than perfect? Done is done better is than perfect? Better. Yeah. Let me take that in right quick. Mm. I got a couple of thoughts on on um, that because on one side, if if we're thinking done is better than perfect, yeah, and you just put out something 
mediocre just to get it done. What was the point in even doing it? Mm. You know? But then also, too, on the other side, nothing really is ever going to be perfect mm. because there's always going to be something else that you want to add to it to make it perfect. Yeah. Like, say, like, um, you write you write a book and the book is published and like a month or two down the line like I I should have added this to the book but also too like even getting back to the main the main thing I I would say quality quality work done is better than perfect Mm. because I mean you can just get work done and it's one one thing my mom had always told me shabby work why why would you even do the work then if it's just if it's just gonna um come out as shabby Mm -hmm. put value into what you're doing maybe it's not it's not gonna be perfect but the value of it and um the effort that that you put towards getting it done is going to be better than it not being perfect and then better than it just being um something shabby you know so i'll say that like I, I agree with you as long as, as long as there's a standard that you're operating with, mm-hmm. because like like he said, like shabby work, you don't 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 put out something that's not worth that's not worth putting out when you know like you could you, you could have put a lot more effort in it. Mm-hmm. But also too, doing something and working towards something, it, it's not going to be always perfect at, at, at the beginning. And if you if you have that in mind, if you have in mind that it has to be perfect. Then you're kind of exerting a lot of energy on something that that isn't. You're 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 exerting a lot of energy when because energy is energy and time is very. Mm. You, know, you you have to know how to um, limited, not limited. Yeah, limited, but also oh, I don't know English. Um, you also have to um, learn how to know how to like properly manage it. Exactly. Okay. That's mm-hmm. what I'm looking for. Like how to properly manage. Your time, your energy, your focus, attention, all that. And that goes into what he was saying about like having a plan and strategy. Because I could be fixated, for example, on this one thing about the business to be done perfectly, neglecting everything else that that's surrounding it. And then oh I have this done, but then everything else is kinda not where it needs to be. So understand that like I need to do this, I need to do this, I need, I need to do it. It doesn't it doesn't have to be perfect, but as long as each step I'm taking is leading me towards where I want to be or toward whatever next step is or whatever my final goal is, then it's good. And at the end of the day, it's beneficial. I see. They gave me the example, you are saying, CK, where like you always want to add more. Mm-hmm. Kind of like the iPhone. The first iPhone looks nothing like this iPhone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so it's like each time, once there's more things that like are added onto it, mm-hmm. it becomes more and more perfect. Yeah, because imagine like them at Apple, like, Probably thinking like about the iPhone. What is it, like fifteen now? Yeah. Back in like twenty two thousand three, they'll probably never put out an iPhone because no. they're just thinking about like, oh, it's not where we want, it's not where we want to be. So like, let, let, let's let's not. Um, I saw something in um, Rich Dad Poor Dad. Rich Dad Poor Dad that kind of said the same thing as well. It's just getting started, and it it might not be exactly how you want to be, but as long as you keep working at it, you're gonna get there. Like. I mean, this analogy is like played out, but like riding a bike, mm-hmm. you fell. It's not like getting on a bike and and you, you couldn't ride it the first time. So it's like oh, I'm gonna mm. you just, you just got back on. It. Try again. Yeah, exactly. No idea is perfect the first time around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Every, everything is crafted. Like you can't expect it to just be perfect 
after the the tenth time, fifteenth time, every, it's all a craft. Like this, this you need like ten thousand hours to, to master something. Mm-hmm. Like it's gonna, everything takes time, and just having that, and perfection is literally impossible. You and you can you can, you can define perfection as well, but having something as like there's no flaws at all. Mm, I don't impossible. think that I don't think that's possible in, on on this world. So like, the only one that did that was Jesus. Mm-hmm. That ties in what you're saying again, CK, about discipline. Like mm-hmm. the, to keep doing it over and over again. That yeah. takes discipline because I mean, who wants to do something mm-hmm. over and over again? Mm-hmm. So like even even having that end goal in mind, because I wouldn't do something over and over again if I didn't have an end goal of like why am I even doing it? Yeah. I think also it's, it's very. It, this is like cracking the code. If you can fall in love with that discipline mm-hmm. of doing yeah. it over Facts. and over again, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you will unlock. Doors, Facts. unbelievable. That why you think Kobe break Bryant, down doors? Yeah, you yeah you'll break down doors. You'll break down walls if you fall in like with basketball. I can say like I was at that court every single day when I was younger, over and over again, and I fell in love with that discipline. I fell in love with okay, I'm gonna put the ball in the rim, I'm gonna put it this way, this way, this way, perfect, perfecting it, and I fell in love with it. And fell I may not be on the, the team, curve. I may not be. I got pretty far with it, but I fell in love with that discipline in prep squad. I fell in love with the discipline. It was six days a week, and it was just, like, so much, like, oh, my gosh. And, like, what was the quote that you said? Done is better than perfect? Yeah. Yeah. The practices, they weren't perfect at all. I was messing up a lot, but at least I got them done. Mm. Every day. I saw your reps in. Yeah. At least I got my reps in. Done. 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 Stacking days. It kind of says, again, what you were saying, Harriel, like, when you think about, like, the iPhone 15 in 2003, mm-hmm. they wouldn't want to get it done. Yeah. Because, like, they're trying to seek perfection without even, like, they couldn't get the 15 done if they never started with the first. Mm-hmm. Right. Just, like, having the idea of it has to be perfect, is, is, it gets you stuck in the, um, in the theoretical. Mm. Procrastination by analyzation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. What's it Cat- called? Paralysis analysis. Mm-hmm, exactly. There's this um, family friend that wrote a book, and in the book he said, um, work like goals don't. You guys know what germinate is? Like, germinate. Germinate. So like when for for a plant to to grow, the, the seed has to kind of germinate. Like you you might oh, see. Oh, I think yeah. I know. So like for for goals or words, it can't germinate inside a house. So it, it needs action. Like it, it needs it needs like a plant needs water, sunlight, air. Yeah, everything to, to grow. Yeah, you you can't just keep it inside that 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 little I don't know greenhouse and expect it. I mean greenhouse can grow, but like you know this what I mean. Guy. Like yeah. you, can, you can't <laughs> yeah. keep it in the in that small confined space and yeah. expect it to to grow into right. this big old apple apple tree. Like that's that, that's that's not gonna happen. Unrealistic. Yeah, and then you also have to to know that there's gonna be trial and error. Like you're gonna fall if you're not prepared to fall for whatever goal that that you that you set forward, then you're. Then it's it's unrealistic. Like there's mm-hmm. there's gonna be you're gonna mishaps. suck no matter what. Yeah, there's gonna be mishaps. Like you're not gonna get it right the first time. You're not, you're not gonna get it right the second time. And it's good it's good to have that perfection in mind and to have that that kind of high standard. But don't let it just be the mm. don't let it just. What am I trying to say? Can I add on to that? Yeah, like have the high standard. Have the high standard, but know where you're at. Yeah. Like you could like Facts. like like to go on with, like riding a bike. As a little kid, you could think that you're gonna like do a marathon, like Lance Armstrong. Mm-hmm. But it, mm-hmm. if you're a little kid, you're most yeah. likely not doing that. And if you want that perfection, it's like, oh, I'm gonna be like Lance Armstrong the second I start writing. You're not gonna get very far in life. Mm-hmm. And on a personal level, like I know, like when I was a kid growing up, 
and just learn how to do like different things like for example like learn how to play soccer like learning how to um just do different things as like a kid I'll get I'll get mad at myself if 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 I couldn't get it right the first time. Mm-hmm. Like if I couldn't do something the first time, like why can't I do it? Like and you, and you kind of like internalize that in a way, and then yeah. it, it kind of stops because then then you it doesn't make you want to step out of that comfort zone. That time back to what we were saying before about yeah. comfort and stuff, it won't it won't let you step out of that comfort zone because you do, you don't want to you don't want to fail. Mm, right. So I, I would mm. say like done is better than perfect. Per- perfect is good, but don't let it be. Don't, don't let it stop you from growing. Mm-hmm. Don't let, don't let uh, um, stagnate your growth. I like that. Amen. Okay, now I actually have two questions. Okay, that's good, man. I like this. Thank you. <laughs> I I love I love like as the first two guests, my heart goes out to you guys. Like I really appreciate, oh, appreciate this. It, bro. Like, I'm thankful you guys said yes. Yeah, of course, man. Well, this is just man. This is just a no, continuation of like how our like normal yes. in our like conversations in crib talks were like, you know. So literally, we're just, just putting it out there stuff. now. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. we're just letting other people be a fly on the wall. <laughs> just here, yeah. <laughs> Absorb this because mm-hmm. we've had some very good conversations. Yeah. Okay, you both are children of immigrants, right? Yes. First, yeah. first generation, right? Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. Hero, you are. I get it, yeah. Well, you you were born in Haiti, right? No, I was born in I was born Boston. in Boston. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Then I moved Face to Celtic Boston fan. Celtics fan. <laughs> Yo, stop, bro. <laughs> who, am I, who am I gonna support? The Heat? Yes. Nah, I'm okay, bro. This Boston's not winning anything. So. Well, how's the Anyways, heat? back to the topic. yeah, back and to the back topic. Yeah. topic. <laughs> As children of immigrants, like I said myself, my parents, either a doctor. Mm-hmm. Or a lawyer, and you both are basically rebelling against that to chase your entrepreneurial journey. Mm-hmm. How do you deal with your parents' expectations and saying like, "Go like mm-hmm. there's not much into what you guys want. Go for some security." Um, for me, because I remember like ever since I was a kid, my mom would always ask me like. What do you want to be like? Well, what do you want to do when you grow up? Even as like I was like five, six, I was a kid. Like, what do you want to be? Like, where, 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 where do you want to end up? And I would like. That's a tough question to ask a five year old. <laughs> I, 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 I would, I would like, but she always put that in my head though. And looking back, I'm, I, I'm grateful about it now. Than maybe I wasn't as grateful back then. But mm-hmm. I used to always kind of be scared of that question. Because I, I always felt like if, if I give a wrong answer, like if I give an answer that, that she wouldn't um, approve of, then would be like, damn, like you, you kind of like let her down. And I don't know. But when I was a kid, I used to want to be a, a professional soccer player. Then she would kind of like pushing back on that. Like, you, you probably won't, won't be able to do it. Like, go find a career. But like, no, mama, I can't do it. I can't, I can't, I can't. But then like, obviously that hasn't. <laughs> I'm here with y'all. So that, that has yeah. <laughs> So yeah, we all we all know how, how that ended up. I should be out there, but <laughs> we we all know how how that ended up. So like, but I would say, other than that though, I I don't think she kind of held me back because I feel like for my like having my mom, even my my dad to understand as well, like them two like. My mom kind of put in my head that I could be anything. Like she, she didn't really try to limit me. She, she wasn't like you have to be this, you have to be that. I mean, to an extent she would, but I am grateful that she didn't. Um, even I, even with the with the business and the different things that I, I, I've, I've tried to do, 
she was never um like this isn't right for you this isn't the path for you she always been like kind of supportive and and just try to see things from from my perspective and I think where I kind of went wrong is not looking at things from 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 her side of things and not really listening because as a kid you're like this is what I want to do I I don't want I don't want to listen but you know and also too like I am kind of going like against the the grain like what I what where I'm heading towards is not like I remember um the when I was first learning how to drive you it was from a, from a guy at, at church and because of where I'm from, like Port Charlotte, like mm-hmm. it's a very like retirement place. So everyone's like either in like physical therapy, like some type of nursing in, in that field. And I, I told him I was like, I'm going, I'm going to school for marketing. He was like, Why? <laughs> like why? Why are you doing why? that? You, you could just be like a, a PT, like do something because that's what you're used to. Mm-hmm. So like if you're kind of raised in the confines of like of how you're meant to succeed, like as immigrants, you you come in, you're you're coming to this country, you're literally coming in to work. To work, let me be money back home, but like that's kind of what their and mentality. What they see. Is. Yeah. So as as a kid, with them having kids here, they kind of want you to like play it safe because also to do, you're not really exposed to different. As because immigrants, you you you're, you're coming here with kind of like the a similar storyline, mm. a similar storyline. Everyone's kind of like starting on, on the same playing field. Like I remember the Haitian community, like where, where I'm from, it's like everyone's on the everyone's on the, on the same playing field. So everyone has has the same kind of mentality in the, in the same goal so then someone that's kind of like stepping out of that you're seeing you're, you're, you're taking a risk you're taking a risk and you're coming here you're supposed to play it safe you're supposed to do you're supposed to have a safe bet and, and do what do what you're what was gonna be what's gonna give you security security but like here we're kind of taking advantage of what this country has to offer and, and really pursuing whatever goals that you have um I, I'm I'm gonna you because I don't I don't want to no, no 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 finish all right finish, um finish. he said okay because <laughs> I kind of I kind of got like uh, sensible sense because I I used to I lived in Haiti for like eight years and then I came here and like there's a lot more op- obviously there's a lot more opportunities here than than I would say like back there so if you're kind of if you're in an environment back there where it's like you're you're kind of just trying to do whatever you need to do to survive, like for example, like my parents, like my I remember like as a kid, my mom she was she got her degree whatever in um, education, so like but at the end she was a superintendent, but like in Haiti, like pay wasn't regular, like you could mm-hmm. you could pay, you could get paid one month, next month you you're not getting paid, so then she had to like step away from like that career, and then go go and do something else. Then my dad as well, like, I'm pretty sure, like, his degree was, it was education. But then, like, from literally my, my entire life, I don't think I've ever seen him work in education. He's just been working on, on, on a different... Um, field. On, on a completely different field from, from what he was actually trained in. So that's kind of like you have to do what you have to do to survive. So then now coming here, when it's like you're, you're providing so many opportunities, you're, you're less limited in this country than... A lot of other places in the world. Right. So it's like, we're our mindset is different from their mindset because we're we we see these opportunities and, and we have a chance to take them. You're not an adult coming into this country and having kids provide for. If if I kids provide for like all these different responsibilities, I like who says this this is what I'd be doing? I probably go for something a lot more secure, a lot more yeah. steady, like. 
and not really trying to like struggle as much as as, as I am now. Like I, I can tell you, bro. Like when whenever Jen like says, "Oh, we need to pay this, pay this," I'm like, oh, "Bro," <laughs> <laughs> like it's like, "Oh, like, I don't, I don't want to." But you, you just have to, you just have to take that risk. And yeah. at, at our age now, we're young, and all this opportunity is is to take. We have to do. We have to take take that risk and kind of just okay, because you don't you don't want to end up forty fifty like oh, I I regret I didn't I, I wish didn't, I would have done it yeah I didn't mm-hmm. do what I wanted to do yeah, so yeah. I kind of deviated from like what you said to like oh parents because I, I didn't I didn't really grow up with that like my mom the way she kind of raised me like I could have been like anything like in my head I'm like I could be anything like you you can't tell me like I I can't be the president like. Because I'll be thinking, like, if I do this, 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 this I, I could be president. Mm-hmm. So, like, I, I wasn't really raised with, with that, that many elements, per se, but, yeah. I'll let CK answer now. CK, I kinda, your dad's... I kind of took a lot of airspace. No, no, you're good, bro. Your dad's in the pharmaceutical industry? Yeah, Pharmacy- yeah, so... Um, pharmaceutical? <laughs> Isn't that what it is? Pharmaceutical? Whatever. Go back to school. Either <laughs> way, we all knew <laughs> what he was saying, school. right? Yeah. <laughs> we all knew what, what, what A was saying, but... For for me, um, yeah, my dad's a pharmacist, and my mom she actually went back to school and got her degree, and and, and she she became a pharmacy technician. Mm-hmm. So my mother and my father <clears throat> are in medicine, and me as like a kid coming up, I gravitated to basketball so hard that like, bro, I remember it like now. Like I I'd be upstairs on the on the family um. Desktop, just watching basketball. But you can't then, guard like, me, my though. Dad, stop, bro. Anyway, back to the <laughs> stop, topic. Just, yeah. stop. <laughs> I don't, I don't even hoop like that anymore. But like, um, <laughs> I was, I was just watching basketball, just absorbed basketball. Mm-hmm. And I remember, like, my my dad would yell at me, like, "Do something else, like basketball." Yeah. Da, 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 da. And I, I had always said that I, I wanted to be a, a pro basketball player. He was like. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> and, and like and like to like the point like Shut like up, as like a kid Shut like up, I I remember like it brought me to tears and and oh. and it even really like Sorry. built up a resentment within my heart for my for for my dad but like as I grew I I was able to kind of like see where he was coming from because mm-hmm. as my dad and his family he's the only one that's left Ghana and come to the US and built up a life in the um US. Yes, my aunties and my uncles Amen. are 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 doing well off in um Ghana too, but my dad in in himself mm-hmm. took took a risk. Took a risk. When everyone was was telling him, "Oh no, stay stay here. You have a business here. You you have your pharmacy here. Why are you leaving and going to the states?" But my dad had the mindset of, "I I want to leave and um, do this so that my my kids have more of an opportunity than I than I had here. So he was always on like the school 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 route and um, make something of 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 yourself as like a doctor or like a lawyer or something in medicine or something that was deemed to him as like a good career choice. Mm-hmm. But for me, like as I was coming, like one one thing. Um, that really shaped me was I I remember filling out my application for FTCU mm-hmm. and I had put down um, at the time I wanted to be a sports broadcaster so I had put down 
journalism. Ooh wee. When I showed that to my dad, bro, <laughs> me and my dad had an argument, like like a like a, a a full on argument to the point where like um I just had to I I I feel like that was one of the moments for me in becoming my own man. Mm. I had to put my own foot down and say like this is what I want this is what I want to do. Either you can choose to support me in it or not but at the end of the day if i succeed or i fail i'm gonna be more happy yeah. with taking my own choice rather than living for what you wanted me to do kind of like a rite of passage mm-hmm. exactly exactly so even then once i saw like my dad's kind of right so i said i'm not gonna do that i i don't really have the passion for that anymore so i went into sports business and sports management even then that was still like another like um, rift between me and um, me and him, but it's just like it was. I don't want to say ah, uh-huh. in the book, um, the way of the superior man. There mm-hmm. is a chapter that speaks on um, men living as if their father is dead. Mm. Really, Tell me just more about that. speaking on kind of having to shed the pressure of what your father wants you to be. Because that that's gonna help you grow into your own man, mm. and even way before I read that book, like even like speaking on it now, I not like my dad's dead, but like mm-hmm. I I kind of put my foot down to um, in a way do kind of live out what that chapter was like speaking of, and like even now, like when I graduated school, I was gonna go on to do my. Um, Masters, and then last last second, a job within sports business came um, to me. And when I went back home, and I and I told my dad, he was like, <laughs> he had said, I don't I don't understand what what you're doing in life. And that kind of hit oh. me at that kind of hit me at my core. But at the <laughs> same time, I was like, hmm, you won't understand now, but one day you will. Mm-hmm. And now, fast fast forward, May, June, July, August, September. October. Now my dad, when I when I call my dad, he's like, "Damn, like I'm, I'm proud that you put your foot down wow. towards towards wow. me, and um, now that you're actually doing something within um, what you set out to do. So like even there, like it it was definitely a lot to I'd say. How um, were you feeling like throughout that process? Throughout him, like from July you said uh-huh. to to October before he even said I was proud of you. <laughs> I mean, for for me, it's been kind of like a thing. Like, I don't really, as a kid growing up, I don't really recall many times where my dad had even said that he was proud of me. You know, but like, even though like, um, I knew that he was, but hearing that and getting that validation is what I've always kind of like strived and longed for. To like, really, like the one of the biggest things on my back was proving my dad wrong mm-hmm. or proving my. My mom, she was always there for me, but like proving my my parents wrong, mm-hmm. and I'm still so far from that. But like even too like now, um, getting that from him was like, I told you, nigga. But like, but like, but like, also too. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, respect to my dad. Like I, I. I've grown to see. <laughs> I have grown to see that um, where he was coming from was a mind of um, uh, not comfortability. What's 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 the word? Yeah, yeah, exactly that. 
because that's just what's been fed been fed mm-hmm. to him. And like I, I personally don't even know if my dad knows that I'm in this whole like business thing. That that would be a whole different thing. He'd be like, "Why are you putting your money to this?" But like, but even still, like me and um JM, since we come from the same family, we we know these we know these things. Like me and him are kind of like um, I don't want to say we're outside of the path of what uh, most of yeah most of our other cousins or like um, well at least on his mom's side and my dad's side. That's where we have the link. But like. Um, things, things like that. So, we, I've, I've always known that, like, I've always kind of been like different from what um, my family would want would want me to do. But for me to feel um, fulfilled with within my life, whether I do good or whether I fail, I have to take my own right of passage, and I have to do um, not what I. Not what I want, as in like a rebellion of of them, but like mm. what I feel my calling is. Because mm. if I just live for other people, I'm never going to be happy in my life. True. And then that's Amen. and then that's not and that's going to bleed on over into my in into my future marriage, mm. into mm-hmm. my future kids, mm. and I don't want to I I don't want to have that for my future family. You feel me? So, you don't want to bleed on people who didn't cut you. Exactly. Exactly. Facts. So Facts. one thing for me there was just kind of like I have to, as the chapter in the book says, live as if your father's dead. I mean, you have to um, shed his burdens, shed his exactly. limitations, yeah. shed his burden, shed shed those things to really grow within your own self. Because at the at the end of the day, we're all trying to become our own men, mm-hmm. like actual men, not 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 what <laughs> the world is telling you what a man is. Other but like. Me, Godly going man. going back to biblical manhood, like becoming a becoming a man, like what the what the book says a man is, you know. So I mean, that's just um one thing for me because even pointing it back to scripture, scripture will say that there comes a time, and I'm and I'm paraphrasing here, but there comes a time where a where a man leaves his mother and his father's house mm-hmm. and joins within his wife and be, and becomes his own. Yeah. So we have to separate yeah. from from the limitations of of our family if we want to um, succeed in life, you know. Facts. So major facts. That's just um my side there. That was great. You want to add anything in Tyler? No. Actually, well my dad is is an immigrant. He's not from here, but uh no. Nah. Uh, I just I agree with their points like straight facts like you I like how you said I told you nigga like yeah you gotta have that faith in yourself yeah you, know? you can't you bet you, on yourself yeah no cap but then like even too they're like one thing I I do want to make sure that is said is like being um, kids of immigrants um, one thing that's always weighed on me was that I cannot fail yeah oh my gosh you know yes. like 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 you, like you see the sacrifice that it, they made for you. Exactly, yeah. it'll never be as big. Exactly, oh. and and it may be like a toxic thing on our, on our backs too, but it's also a very like good driven thing on our backs because like I I've always said to myself, I don't want my mother and my father's toil to be for nothing. Mm-hmm. Like how can they come from where they came came from, having the vision of setting a a life up for their son because at the time I was their I was their only kid yet mm-hmm. so setting a life up 
for his son to to be um, greater than him, it's like like bro, like you, I cannot fail. I have to make something of myself with within this life, not only for myself, excuse me, but to give back to them mm-hmm. and to give back to my family that's still still out, there, still out there. You know, so it's it 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 doesn't come down to just. Um, me, me, me. It's, it's. I mean, for me, it's, it's more so like the others that are coming be behind me, and those that came before me. You know, so just giving back. Hundred percent. I, I agree with both of you guys. Like, I feel that way. And sometimes when like I have that that point of view <laughs> where it's like I'm doing it for for the people that are still in Haiti, mm-hmm. people in Canada, because you know every Haitian's got people in Canada. Yeah. <laughs> The days I don't do anything, it, it honestly it drives me to do things on the days I don't want to do things. Because yeah. I feel like yeah. those days I don't do anything, there's still people there risking their lives. Mm-hmm. And here I am just like, you know, messing mm-hmm. around. Yeah, because think about like how many people would, would trade for, yeah, yeah. for for you to get the, the opportunity for to be in your in your shoes and mm-hmm. and chase the things that, that you're scared of chasing. Yeah, but literally chase those things mm-hmm. I'm like I don't know if I and should and we think that we have a heart you know no we Bro. totally don't yeah <laughs> like I, I've seen my, my mom give up like her entire career everything yeah. building up for like a 20 year career sacrificing everything you sacrificed prior to that yeah just for just so I can have the opportunity to to do to be where I am right now and do what I do. So like you, yeah. you're you're you you are in debt. So I, that's why like I, I kind of do understand the other perspective of them like them. wanting to be mm-hmm. finding something secured because yeah. then at least if if you're secure, then they did it, their job. Yeah, it's and whatever they sacrifice is, is not for now. Whatever they whatever they took on, whether it be like disrespect, like mm-hmm. anything like that is is not. For nothing, mm-hmm. so like, I was for nothing. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So I, I, I like, I like, I liked it when you said when you said that, and I, and I kind of um, um, resonate, res, resonated with it. Hey, hey, man, you was you was you was bringing up feelings, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I, I felt those feelings too. I've had that same thing. It was like yeah. I had that, I harbored that resentment in, like internally, mm-hmm. and it's yeah. like once I let it go, like yeah. honestly. I had, a, I had a friend my freshman year. He was he was twenty one, so mm-hmm. and I was eighteen, so I didn't think about these things. But he was mm-hmm. like, "Bro, you're losing a lot of weight. Like, you're not working out as hard. Like, what's going on?" Mm-hmm. And I realized, like, I'm just not angry. Mm-hmm. I don't have that resentment anymore to like mm-hmm. to prove myself of mm-hmm. things. Yeah. So when I, I'm not like in the gym, like, yeah. And so, like, to like really like analyze why I had that resentment mm-hmm. and like, yeah, they were right, a hundred percent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like yeah, I, I had that. I harbored that resentment too, and to mm-hmm. like really let that go, I've I've found better passions, mm-hmm. better a better path for myself, mm-hmm. and I'm going in a in a pace that's not burning myself out almost yeah. every day. Yeah. I'm not hurting myself. I'm yeah. I'm some, I'm still facing the injuries that I've had from those old journeys, mm-hmm. and but like even with these injuries, I'm still going at a at a better pace. I'm just like okay. This is exactly where I need to be. This is exactly what I need to do. Mm-hmm. Let me just do the best I can with where I'm at right now. Yeah. But before it's like, well, I'm not here. Let me ma- let me like let me make a way. Yeah. I'll find a way. Like mm-hmm. even if the 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 hole in the wall is super small, I'll try and push my way in through there. Exactly. And then I get cuts all over the place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I'm trying to prove myself because I had resentment. Yeah. And like yeah, mm-hmm. so you kind of like letting the emotion kind of like guide yeah. you. It drove it, yeah. it dragged me actually, mm-hmm. not even driven me. Yeah, dragged yeah. It's true. Like I'll 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 even be like honest here. Like I 
not that I harbor that resentment anymore, but mm, let me not lie. <laughs> Maybe like a little yeah. bit, but like it's it it still drives me to make something of myself. Yes, yeah. But now I'm looking at it in more of a positive way, mm-hmm. more than rather than like like um, in a negative way. Because once I had shed that off. It's actually helped me to become more closer to my dad than I ever thought. Yeah, same. You know? Same. Yeah. Like, the relationship we have now is stronger than ever. Mm. Even when he says something, like, I'm kind of like a doubt. I'm just like, you silly fool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. Okay, my last question for you. You guys are going to think it's kind of like, how am I going to predict this? But mm-hmm. you know how people, like, there's like what, what do you think the future is going to look like? Mm-hmm. I think that's a stupid question mm-hmm. because that's saying... What do you think other people are, are going to make the future look like? Mm. What do you think your future will look like in the next, say, 15 years? I know it's really hard to create that vision. Shoot. Next 15 years? Huh. Me personally? Hmm. Um, I don't want to answer this. Because <laughs> for oh, me... Oh, real quick. Sorry to cut you off. It's up? also saying, like, what do you think God's going to, like, you're trying to predict God. Mm-hmm. God mm-hmm. has the God has hold of the future. Are you God? No, no you're not God. Too. So you yeah. can't you can't put was, a, was, a placement. What do you think? No, I don't know. I actually genuinely don't know. I don't even know what's going to happen tomorrow. So tomorrow doesn't exist. Exactly. Yeah, this is the only minute we have right now. These are the only seconds we have right now. Okay, so what are the, yeah, your goals exactly. for the next six months? I'll, I'll ask that better. Goals for the next six months. I would say huh, number one goal for the next six months. Um, <laughs> Launch the brand. Launch the brand. <laughs> I, I, no, because me and JM have been at it for like a little bit, but like things came up as you guys know, like health wise. But like even after that, like just things kind of just kept push, getting um, pushed back and pushed back and pushed back. So um, I'd say that's one of my number one goals for the next six months. And then um, I'd say like other goals is just to really continue growing. Spiritually, mm. that's I, I say that's my really num- number one to keep growing as a um, young man and um, yeah, as a as a man of God and really trying to um, just uh, allow the Lord to use to use me to um, manifest His glory in this in in this realm. Just really being a servant of the Most High and um. um living out his will for my life rather than my will for for mm. my life. So that 15 years question, now that I reframe it like that, I mean, I just want the Lord's will in my life. Okay. To, Amen. That's good. Yeah, that was great. That was perfect. Amen. <laughs> that's amazing. I, I mean, you know, done's better than perfect, but that was perfect. That's funny. That's yeah. funny. Um, I would say like on a personal level, just establishing um, greater discipline and a healthier routine within my life. Um, so I mean, trying to get that, trying to build that foundation and, and solidify it so that I'm able to to really do what I want to do and, and get to where I want to get to. And then on a, I guess on a business level, like he said, just getting getting launching the brand and and then getting this this first job done complete. And I think one. I mean, we we we've kind of had like this long period of, okay, we're we're gonna drop this this date, yeah. no, nah, it don't happen. This date, no, nah, it don't happen. This date, yeah. no, nah, it don't happen. But I think that once we 
get through that 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 first hurdle, get over that first hurdle, mm-hmm. everything else is is gonna is gonna pick up because it's like a, it's, it's a I feel like it's gonna be like a snowball effect where mm-hmm. the the first couple steps is 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 gradually slowing and, and building up, and then once you get that routine, once you get the the, the familiar the familiarity with everything, then that's when you can kind of steamroll and and just get a greater sense of direction of where you want to go. So. Um, yeah, it's getting, getting that first job and really, really establishing ourselves as a brand and getting, getting awareness out there, just uh-huh. build, building up a following, all that kind of stuff. So on a, on a business side of it, yeah, that's where I would say my goal is at within the next six months. Okay. Do you guys want to shout out your brand on social media, Instagram? Le, uh, it's Le Saint Atelier. It's lsnt.at on Instagram. lsnt.at on TikTok and then also as well on YouTube, uh, Le Saint Ateliers L E S A N N O S A I N T E Atelier A T E L I don't know I E R yeah just like um I mean we'll put the yeah we'll put in the bio we'll put it on our story thank you thank you yeah so that's our brand. Even there, follow Re- us on the gram. Too, follow like, us on the gram, repost. Get, our website, our, our website is gonna be live soon. Our first drop is is, is right around the corner. Get your wallet ready. Get your <laughs> go buy something. This this girl will possibly fuck me. As you heard, this if podcast is like, supported by official sponsor. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, hopefully. Hopefully the first shot goes well, and then we're, we we kind of can focus on to the next steps for business. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I think we, I think we have a lot of pieces that will kind of appeal to a lot of people, and you know, it, some I mean some some of some of the, some of the things that that we are that we do stand for the brand kind of uh, niche pieces, huh? Oh, like niche. No, 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 I'm talking about like the values that, that oh, we're trying yeah, to push yeah. with the brand kind of appeals to some of the ideas that we've discussed today, like. Mm-hmm. Um, Standing out and just staying true to to what you believe in, and really pushing for for whatever goal that you have. Those are things that we kind of want to push as well within the brand, and kind of ideas that that we, we kind of want to push forward, and really building something that that's tangible and that's really looking to make a positive impact within. It's because I mean, it, it is just clothing, but it can also be a medium for us to to spread the message mm. that, that we want to spread. So. That's kind of where we, that's kind of where we want to be, and so yeah, follow us, buy some stuff, put money in our pockets, and yeah. <laughs> I won't say that. But <laughs> I would. So, <laughs> support the business. Support the business. Yeah, we're all, we're all trying. We're all trying to. We all, we all have a goal that that, that we want to get to. So let's uh, <coughs> be there for each other. Let's all support each other. Okay, we usually do any final words, so we'll go counterclockwise. Harold, you're first. CK. Than Tyler than me. Eesh, final words, like as pertain to the episode. As, yeah, sure. Um, shit, words of motivation. Words of motivation. I'll say. Uh, be true to yourself. Be true to yourself. Yeah, that, that I feel that's kind of cliche, but be be true. No, 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 no. Who you are first, mm. and then be true to that. Mm. Tk. Um, me final words just want to use the platform to 
continue to spread the good message of the um, word of Yah. I've I've been saying Yah and the Most High, but the Word of God, the Most High God. So I'm um, really just um, if 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 you don't know Him or or if if you don't know the Word and just have a curious mind, just go go out and find because. Mm-hmm. If 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 you knock, the door will be opened mm-hmm. unto you. So, um, just want to con- continue to spread that and um, allow the Lord to use me. Amen. Tyler. Uh, first, I want to say I'm sorry, guys. I'm, if you guys hear me coughing and sneezing and stuff like, that, I'm pretty sick. But uh, just remember who you are and who God has created you to be. And be and uh, to go off of what CK and Harry were talking about, like your parents and whoever's around you, your peers, they may not see your vision, but you know who does? God sees your vision. So keep going towards it because He put it in your heart, He put it in your spirit for a reason. And if it's meant to be, it'll be meant to be. And keep going. God got you. Yep. My final word is keep moving forward. No matter what you're doing, keep moving forward. Whoever's listening, we pray that you have a great rest of your day or night. Peace. Peace. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Of course, yes. Thank you for coming. Best podcast on earth. Yes, sir.